Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, a.k.a. The WordPress Chick, and we're going to go in a little bit of a different direction today with the interview, but I'm super excited because this is something that I've considered doing and is is quickly becoming something that is hugely beneficial to any business owner, quite frankly, um, and that is publishing and writing a book. And my guest today is Joshua Sprague. Thank you so much for being here, Josh. Kim, it is awesome to be on here with you. I love your energy. That is so fantastic. Um, <laughs> Joshua and I have connected through uh, the mastermind as well. And, you know, being around people again, I keep saying this over and over, but every time I get to spend time and, and talk to people that are playing at a bigger level and, and just going for it, it, it drives me immensely. And so, and Joshua's done that for me. We had a, a phone conversation this week that was hugely inspiring. Uh, so I think you're going to get a lot out of this. So let's just, uh, we're going to jump in. Uh, but before we get into what you're doing with book publishing and coaching, can you tell us a little bit about your background prior to launching your current business? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if that's a word, but we're going to go with it. I love made up words. That's awesome. <laughs> Me too. You know, I, I, I like always love that super kind of expialidocious line from Mary Poppins. So if only I could come up with something as catchy as that, but, uh, yeah, so, um, it does. It totally works. Yeah. So, um, I guess a little bit about my background. Um, so I started in online business. Back in like 2010, and I was still working uh, full time at the time, but knew that I wanted to kind of transition out of that because I was working in the ski industry, which I loved, you know, because I got to ski all the time and I had a lot of fun. But I mean, I made like no money at all, so I was broke and I was unhappy with you know kind of things were going that way. So I said, you know what, like, why don't I try this online business thing? It seems really appealing, and I started kind of like reading a lot of self development, you know, personal development books and getting excited about this stuff. And so, you know, like a lot of people, I started out with kind of like niche building sites and going down that avenue and nothing happened, like nothing happened at all. But I had this idea um, to start a business, um, you know, with business partner at the time. And we decided to kind of marry her love of, of food with, you know, my passion for business and um, which I was learning. And so we started a business, um, quit our jobs, ended up going down to San Diego for a little while, and created our first information product to teach people how they could transition their diet to whole foods and really kind of start to, you know, live a healthier life. Short story is, you know, we had no idea about market research or anything like this. We had no idea what we were doing. And so three, four years later of trying this business, uh, well, two and a half, three years, I guess I should say, of trying this business it really just didn't work out. And over this time though, I was, I was really getting better and better and better at, at, at marketing because I started falling with that aspect of it. And I realized that I wanted to do something different. I was still working a job, still hadn't been able to quit that, but I wanted to do something different. And so I said, you know what? Like I got to put myself on the map 
um, because I wasn't really the face of that brand for that business. You know, I was kind of on the back end side of it. And so I said, I want to put myself on the map. And what's the best way to do that that I know of? And that was to write a book. And so I got really serious about that. And before you go sh- too much further about that, what can I just ask you in terms of, you know, I decided to write a book. I, I mean, had you seen other people publishing books that you thought, hey, you know, what, what was the what was the hey, I can write a book? <laughs> what was the hey, I can write a book? That is a great question. I've written on and off throughout my life, but it was, I I honestly had no idea how to write a book. I'm just kind of one of those people who I'm like, I want to do it. And so I, I go after it and I get the help that I need to do to, to learn how to do it. Or I figure it out or I invest in other people to, to show me how to do that. That's just the kind of person I am. Like I'm training for a 50 K race right now, which is probably the stupidest thing that you could do, but (laughs) I want to do it. So (laughs) you may not do it again, but you're going to do it and and get it done. That's awesome. Exactly. So uh, that, that's, that's just the kind of person I am, I guess. And, and, you know, a lot of people who come into this space too, as, as business owners, they're the same way, right? You have this vision, you have this idea for something and you go, well, I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen or I'm going to get the help I need to make it happen. It is. So in really quick, because I do want to hear the rest, but I think what you were saying initially too about not really knowing what you're doing, it's it's sort of this double-edged sword because on one hand, the ignorance is bliss because you just keep going with expecting it to be working. And then you don't quite realize, like I've, I've always said, it, had I known how long it was going to take, <laughs> I, I think I would have been like, you've got to be kidding me. When I started at the same time, it took going through that to get to this place where it's like, all right, laser focus, hire those mentors, do, you know, pick it, but you don't know any different when you're starting. So it's, it's kind totally. of ignorance is bliss. Anyways. It's, okay. It's, uh, it makes me think of the matrix, you know, yeah. and it's like, you don't know what's down the rabbit hole until you go down it. And, uh, but, but once you're there, you're grateful you did, but yeah, yeah. I, I totally know what you're talking about. Okay. So, Hey, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a book because I'd started to, you know, create kind of my own personal brand and personal business at that time. And I was going to like networking events and doing all that kind of stuff and, you know, speaking here and there, but just I wasn't really gaining traction with it. And so I said, well, I got to do something different. I got to, I got to write a book. And so I started actually reaching out and interviewing a lot of um, different experts in the space that I wanted to be uh, well known in. And I, I figured, well, I can strategically interview a bunch of different people um, and build connections and associations with them. And maybe at the end of this, they'll actually help me promote my book, too. Um, and in the meantime, I'm building these, uh, you know, this like authority associations with with other experts in the space as I'm kind of building my book. So that was kind of my strategy behind it. And so I started interviewing all these different people and um, compiled a lot of what they shared with me about productivity combined my own productivity strategies into a book that was specifically um, on productivity for home-based entrepreneurs, for speakers, coaches, consultants, you know, online marketers, just people who are self-entrepreneurs, basically. Um, and so I got into this, but it was funny because I was, I was interviewing people for maybe like six months, right? And I had this far-off goal of when I was actually going to publish the book. And I had this really, really powerful conversation, though, when I sat down with one of my mentors, Lewis House. And we were we met for coffee. I remember it. We met for coffee one day in in June, about a year ago, I guess, um, in 2013. And and he said, "Well, when's your book coming out?" Because I had interviewed him for it. And I'm like, "Oh, well, I think it's going to come out in October." And he looked at me in the like straight in the eyes, and he said, "Dude, 
I wrote my book in four weeks. There's no way your book can't be done this month. And Boom. <laughs> I felt like my my um you know throat dropped into my stomach basically. Yeah. I'm like what? And he called me out and he was like, "Man, you can get this done in like three or four weeks." And we you know we put a bet on it and everything. And I was like, "Holy cow, okay." And so that, you know, that triggered something for me to figure out, okay, well, how do I actually write this now very quickly? And so I figured out a process for how to do that. And I ended up writing my book in, you know, 20 days, basically working on it part-time because I still had a job at that time, you know. Um, so I had to do it part-time. And so I wrote this book. I launched it, figured out the strategy for how to get this to becoming a bestseller on Amazon. And my book ended up becoming a number one Amazon bestseller. And I was like, wow. This is so cool. And I started to get people reaching out to me and they were like, you know, they wanted to, to do coaching with me and, and they were much more interested in what I was doing all of a sudden, right? And so then I said, well, this is cool. I've kind of figured this out. Why don't I teach other people how to do this? And, you know, so I started by creating a, um, you know, like a group coaching program where it's like 300 bucks or something like that. And people paid and I teach them over four webinars how to do this. And that was kind of how I, I started to do it initially. Now, my business model is totally different now, but that was kind of how I started to get into it at the time. So, Okay, well, let, we got to back up a little bit because the, uh, you know, I figured out how to become an Amazon bestseller. What was the process for that? I, I mean, had, had you hired someone to mentor with for the book element of it, or you just dug in and figured it out? Yeah, so um, I dug in and figured that part of it out. That was kind of that bulldog determination where because I had, uh, you know, I had this bet on the line and I had to I had to pay Lewis money if I didn't get the book up on Amazon in time. Um, I was just in like full on urgency hustle mode. And it's amazing what happens when you do that, you know, when you have to get something done and you don't know how you're going to get it done. But all of a sudden you figure out the way to do that. Um, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about that, but it's certainly the mastermind that you and I are in. Uh, that was the experience for me at that time when I knew I needed to do that, when I, I didn't actually have the, you know, the money at the time to be able to afford that. And that's opened up so many opportunities for me as well. So I think that's very, very powerful. It's like when you can figure out ways to, you know, put your butt on the line. And I do this with myself all the time. I, you know, I, I make it like non-negotiable for me to do certain things during the day. So like, this morning, because I'm training for this 50K, I went out and I ran 10 miles this morning. Now, I could have easily told myself, no, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, I've created, I've created accountability with myself to do that. And I actually am a part of a group um, with some other guys who, if I don't follow through on those things, then we all have to put like $100 into this pot every day. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so I've got I've, I've got accountability and consequences in place for that. And I cannot stress the importance of having those things in your life for getting a lot of stuff done. It's actually one of the biggest productivity hacks that I talk about in my book and one of the biggest productivity hacks that I see, you know, successful people use is they they figure out a way to have some sort of consequence if they don't do something because we all have days where we just don't feel like it right oh totally so. it's funny i i i at first accountability works awesome for me and i'm one of those people that <clears throat> i have to set it up for myself too and at first i remember a few years ago thinking god this is lame why do you need to have some accountability and i shifted that to, it's a, it's simply my process and it works so so why you know argue it like 
for me, I have to, I announce stuff all the time on my site or I'm going to do a and then I, I have to schedule it because I've announced it. <laughs> you know, I put it out there publicly and, you know, the the idea of not following through on that and stuff happens. But for the most part, it's like, all right, now I got to host this class or now I got to do a webinar because that that pushes me through. So I, I think that's awesome. I do the exact same thing. I I sell almost everything before I deliver it <laughs> for the same reason, you know, for that accountability. Especially yeah. working for yourself. It's too easy to be like, oh, you know, it, it's very easy to get distracted. And that's a whole other conversation. Facebook. Oh, my Facebook. God, yeah. Jeez. Facebook, especially when you're using Facebook for marketing. So it can totally <laughs> be a rabbit hole. And you're like, wait, wait, you know, schedule, schedule. I, I'm, do you use any tools for Facebook, like Post Plan or anything? I don't. You know, I, I'm i pretty I'm pretty basic with it. You know, I, obviously, I use it uh, for advertising. That's my main advertising platform is, is Facebook advertising, but um, I don't use any tools in conjunction with it, really. Yeah, no, I was just curious. I don't either, and I'm thinking it might start. It might be smart. Um, anyway, so so what was the, the what was the catalyst that drove you, you know, to to go down this path? I mean, was there any life event or what made you push yourself, saying there's there's got to be another way besides being unhappy with the income? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a great question. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, after I wrote my book and I started to en- enroll people into into my program, um, there were a lot of life things that started to happen. And I started to, uh, I certainly started to grow in a lot of areas and I started to contract in a lot of areas too. And about four months, four or five months after after my book came out, I, I, I was, I kind of had a catastrophic life event, um, you know, where just some serious problems with my, with my relationship, mm-hmm. my marriage. And, um, that was very challenging for me. And it put me in a really, really, really dark spot. And where I felt like literally everything in my world had crumbled apart. Like I had nothing stable to hold on to. Yeah. And, um, what happened also at that time was, um, the company I was working for fired me, which I'd never been fired before. Uh, so, it was funny because on one hand I was like super, super excited about it because <laughs> I hated it and I didn't want to work there and my business was, you know, starting to g- gain traction as a result of the book. Uh, but at the same time it was extremely scary because there was all this uncertainty in my life surrounding, you know, um, obviously my personal life, but then also financially knowing that, okay, now like this totally has to work because I have no lifeboat, right? Yeah. So that combination of those two things really you know, we talked about urgency before. We talked about consequences before. I don't know what it is, but it just drives you to a different level. And it was interesting because prior to that, I felt like my my goal and my purpose really with the business was, okay, this is awesome. I have this skill set and I can monetize it. So let's just make money with it, uh, which is let's teach people how to, how to write books and become best-selling authors. I can make money with that. But there wasn't like this deep connection with mission or purpose with it. Yeah. And so I kind of felt this hole inside of me. And... When everything in my life was falling apart, like it, it caused me to really search on a spiritual perspective, you know, and like go back and find that side of me that I'd kind of neglected and ignored for, God, probably close to a decade, you know? Yeah. And that spiritual foundation really started helping me connect with wanting to serve and wanting to serve at a higher level with what I was doing. And my brand now is really what's called Messenger on a Mission. And that really came out of the darkness of that experience for me of of literally having, you know, everything in your world fall apart and having 
nothing that felt stable at all. And it's amazing what happens with that because this is actually what I work with now with most of the authors that come with or come to work with me is that the mess or excuse me the message is in the mess. Yeah. Okay? And it's the truth. It's like the crap in your life that you feel like, why did this happen to me? How could anything good possibly come from this? I will never recover from this. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe they did that. You know, whatever that thing is, that's actually the message. That's where, that's where it comes from. That's where it starts. Because that's where people can connect with you. And they can resonate with you. And as you triumph out of that, you then become in a position to be able to help transform other people's lives and their experiences. And so my business transformed as a result of that as well because I really became focused then on finding the messengers, the people who felt like they had that calling or that burning inside versus just business owners who wanted to have a book so that they could, you know, be more experts or, uh, you know, that's a terrible sentence, but be seen as an expert or, you know, make more money, which absolutely has to happen. But those weren't the people that I was looking for based on that alone. I needed it to be married with the mission. Does that make sense? It totally does. And I'm sitting here thinking because I have been in that situation where it's like, oh, you're thinking I need to be making money with my business. And it's it's really hard to swallow. But when you get this, it, it's, it is life changing that when you're coming from a place of let me provide value, let me serve, let me connect, let me show up and do my thing. I, I, I need to do this. Uh, you know, I want to share this this message with the world, like you're saying, then the money, that's when the money comes. It's, you cannot do something just for the money. It doesn't work. It's so true. And I, I will never forget the moment that I really got this. And I, I think it was in like late January. And I was transitioning my business model, you know, from doing these group coaching to, to working more exclusively, you know, one-on-one with people. Um, and, you know, also kind of, charging more with that as well, but transitioning the whole business model over to, you know, more of this personalized attention with it because I really wanted to connect with people. That said, I remember that I was really struggling at the time and I went out for a run and I was, I was running and I was just like, God, what, like, what do you want me to do here? Like I'm busting my booty for this and it's just not happening. Like, what do you want? And it was crazy because there was this moment where it was like, I understood, like I really understood that what I was doing by helping empower other messengers to write their books was that we were transforming the world. And that might sound cheesy, but it connected with me so clearly that if you can liberate a messenger and you can help them share the message that they've been called to share, with their market, that you inevitably transform their environment with the ideas that come through that book. And if you think about the books that have impacted your life the most, what would it be like if those all of a sudden were not there, if that had never come into your experience? Your life wouldn't be the same. Well, first of all, it's not cheesy. And like you you see all these quotes all the time about you know, and it's maybe it's Einstein or, or Steve Jobs or Michael Jordan, all these people who were nothing and then became something huge. And, you know, at some point they were just where we all are as well and made a decision to put their thing out into the world. So I, I don't think it's cheesy at all. I think that, you know, 
our conversation the other day completely hit a nerve with me. It was like, you need to show up as you. And so it's the same thing that you're saying is helping each individual, you know, pull out their message. And, and it's almost like, you know, you have a responsibility, you, you're universal, you, that to, you have a responsibility to put your thing out to the world. You've been given this gift. You need to do it. It's totally true. And I, I, it was weird. I've never cried when I ran, but I like started like weeping while I was running because it was just like so clear to me. And, and it was funny because I shot this video right afterwards because I, I shoot videos all the time for my marketing, just like using my phone. And I know you have an assignment for this, camp. I do. Everybody's <laughs> going to see it. I, it's so funny. When I do it, I love it. But anyways, it's coming. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to mention that because I know we were laughing about that before. But so I shot this video and it was so funny. And I talked about that. And I was like, I think I was teary-eyed in the video, you know, which I've never been that vulnerable ever online. And I did that. And like a day later, client or potential client reaches out to me. And she's like, well, I want to do this. That is bro- that that and that is how it works. I mean, I'm literally getting goosebumps, but that is how it works. And and, and people are probably like, okay, this is the WordPress chick podcast. But the whole point, even in in bringing your message today, is this is what it means. It's like you have to do your thing. You have to show up. This connects with me. It's going to connect with my audience. That is exactly how the universe works. Now I'm getting super woo woo. Um, but I want to transition a little bit because. Yeah. Because, you know, like the conversation we had the other day in terms of, you know, fears and and, and we all do this in business at some point. And so in working with individuals, you know, what are some common fears that people face when they decide, you know, maybe by, obviously by the time they've gotten to you or having a conversation with you, they know they want to write a book. But what are those fears that you have to address with them? That's a great question, Kim. You know, the same fears that I had to address with myself. The biggest one is actually worthiness. And this is something that everybody on earth struggles with, <laughs> to be honest. We all struggle with this. We just don't all talk about it or we won't admit it to ourselves. Almost everything we do is actually surrounding this conversation of worthiness in our heads. And the funniest thing is, is like you see this over and over in all, in, you know, in all scripture too. And I'm not trying to get all super religious or anything, but anytime there's been a messenger, whether that's, you know, a religious messenger or, you know, a social worker or something, there's always this point where they're like, okay, I feel this calling inside or I feel like I'm supposed to share this and I'm supposed to do this, but I don't believe in myself enough yet. I actually don't believe that I'm good enough to do this yet. And so the first conversation is that, which is, okay, I want to do this. I know I can help people with this, but I'm freaking scared to do it because I'm not sure if I believe I can pull this off. And that's why we actually need other people with us to help us support us in liberating that message. It was like in my case, I knew I wanted to write that book. I'd already started to do the work, but I needed Lewis to actually call me out to get me in action because he believed in my message to get it out. You know, it is. And it's, it's that it's kind of tough love, but by having that mentor, like, what are you doing? And because we, we are our own worst enemies all the time. Absolutely. We totally are. So that's the first conversation conversation that comes up all the time. And then from that, you know, there are always the, well, how do you do this? You know, what's the process? Um, but those are kind of the, the technical things that are actually the easiest part of it. The hardest thing is for a messenger to do is to say, I get it. This is what I'm called for. This is what I'm here for. And this is what I'm going to do. Like the moment in my head when I was running and I had these tears running down my face and I got it. I was like, holy crap. 
this is what I'm here for, at least for this part of my life. I am here to liberate other messengers. It was like, you know, the halos and the stars shining and all that kind of stuff, because you get it. You're like, okay, this is it. Now I have to do the work. And then that's the second piece. It's like, you got to show up and you got to do the freaking work. Yeah, and I think people paint pictures of that in terms of, I I, I think there's this um, disconnect a little bit with online marketing and I, I'm so not going to be bashing here, but like the four. Oh, it's work, okay. I mean, I want to punch a lot of online marketers. Well, in the you know, face, I, so I just okay. like you look at Tim, <laughs> Timothy Ferris in the four hour work week, and I talked about this on another show, I'm sure. And it's just to get to that four hour work week, you have to work your ass off. And one of the most liberating books, I mean, talk about your message, right, was Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art. And it was getting it in my head that you just show up and you do the work every day. So I've had those days that the worthiness, the doubts, and I'm like, you know what, or you're stressed about money, right? I mean, that we need money to exist on this planet. That is how we exchange goods, right? Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. instead of that, I was like, okay, you can go down this path and, and be in your head about this, or you can just focus on the tasks. And, and I did. And by by making a conscious decision to just do the work, you know, like $3,000 shows up within 24 hours. And I was like, okay, well, there you And it was just a reminder. And it's not going to happen every single time, but it was just, it was me saying, I trust in what I'm doing. I trust this path. It's so true. And in fact, most times the money won't show up until you're at that climax point. At totally, totally. <laughs> you're actually right there and you're like, holy crap, I'm about to give up. And then you don't. And I have this all the time, not just in business, but in my life. And I have been running all the time. Like I ran this marathon a couple weeks ago. One of the most profound experiences of my life because I'm out and I'm running it. And I remember I was crushing this marathon. I was running so good. But I hit mile 22 and all of a sudden my knee really started hurting. And I was just like, oh my gosh, am I going to have to stop this? And I had, I had not had those thoughts at all. My thought the whole time is, I'm going to crush this marathon. It's going to be great. I'm feeling good. This is easy. And then mile 22 comes along, and I have all this pain. And I start having all these doubts and all these fears that this isn't going to work out. And it's the same conversation that we have in our businesses all the time. Oh, my gosh. This isn't going to work out. And then what was funny, though, was what propelled me through that marathon. And this is actually another way I knew that I'd found my message, was that I was running And one of the things I talk about all the time with my messengers is like, do the work. It's tough. You got to do the work and you got to do it when it's uncomfortable. And I'm sitting there or I'm not sitting. Of course, I'm running. I'm running. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running. Which is one of those phrases we throw in, right? So I'm running. And all of a sudden, I get this like overwhelming sense of like, you know what? I cannot ask my messengers to push through what is required for them to go out and share their message with the world, all of the difficult crap that will come up over and over and over again if I quit on myself right now. And I said, I am willing to die right now. Like, I'm willing to die to finish this so that I'm in integrity with my messengers. Wow. It was the craziest thing. I started, like, I had another weepy, I don't know what it is of me, like, weeping and running. It's weird. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not really a crying person. But when I do, it like comes on like freaking Velociraptor style. I don't know. It's funny. Well, clearly running is a huge, it's a huge part of you as well. So maybe it's sort of that, that purity, you know, that you're it, really in alignment with yourself when you're running anyways. It just, I get a lot of clarity with it. But I, it was funny because then I shot a video and I shared that as well. 
and resonated really, really deeply with my audience. And see, these are the kinds of things a lot of people don't think about with their business. And I didn't get this. See, I was so focused early on with just like getting money and chasing money. And money is important. You have like messages die without money. You have to have money. But that said, you can't deny every other area of your life and expect to have a viable message. It just doesn't work. Explain that a little bit. Yeah. So for me, it is just as important to do to go for a run and make sure I set aside time for myself to be spiritually connected um, and to take care of my body and my relationships as it is to do marketing for my business. There is no disconnection there. Yeah. No disconnection. Everything is integrated because I get power from running and mm-hmm. I get inspiration there that translates directly into my business. And I get the same thing like, you know, with, with my body or with my relationships. And then that translates into another area of my life, which then gives me power, you know, for my business or somewhere else. And it's all interconnected. Yeah. And that's what I love about entrepreneurs because they own that. I I know for myself, like my kids go back to school next week and I'm super excited because it gets me back on a better schedule. And it's like, I, if I don't start my day with going to the gym, it's not going to happen. I know that I'm better in the morning and it serves me for the rest of the day. It's just, I'm in a very different place, not a runner, but you know, I know that that fuels me. And just as much, there's times where I'm like, you know what? I need to go nap. I need to go just check out for like 30 minutes or I need quiet. And, and I give myself that. And I I used to have to justify that. I used to be like, well, you know, but I, but I work later at night and it's like, no, my, it's all, like you said, it's all integrated. My business is such a part of who I am and, and how I move through the world. And it's, I'm, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not grateful I found it. So coming from that place, it's like you have, like you said, the morning ritual or, you know, running or spirituality. I, I think that's great. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, it's, it's so powerful how it's, how it's all interconnected. It really is. Okay. So let's talk about some of the authors you've worked with. What are, um, you know, you don't have to give their names, but what are, what are some of the, the niches, you know, that you've had, um, that you've had the opportunity to work with people? Yeah, you know, that, that's a great question. So I've worked with a lot of different authors. So my focus is on nonfiction books. Like, I don't do anything with fiction or novels or anything like that. Those kinds of books are a totally different beast, and they just they, they just don't really resonate with what I do. Because, like I mentioned before, you know, you have to have money to have a message. And I love working with people who are business owners or who want to become business owners. You know, whether that's a speaker, a coach, a consultant, or they already have some existing business and they want to leverage that book to launch the message or to expand and blow up the message so then they can help people on an even deeper level. Because the truth is, is like, books can change lives, absolutely. But a, you know, a percentage of those people who read the books need the next step too, which is, okay, I need your coaching, I need your consulting, I need your seminars, I need your workshop, I need whatever it is next to help them integrate the changes fully into their lives. And so it's important that we have that opportunity as well. So I always work with authors to make sure that we have, you know, a monetization strategy on the back end as well, not just sharing the message, but ultimately that they get paid as well. Well, and is it often, unlike you said, in terms of working with business owners or people who want to start a business, the book is, is the message, but it's, it's enabling. That's the connecting piece to get people, you know, and I don't want to take away from, um, the heart-centered place of this, but it's it's a brilliant marketing tool, 
but there's so much more to it, right? So it. Oh, I mean, it's, a book is like the best business card you could have for sure. You know, you go anywhere and you're like, "Hey, I'm a best-selling author." All of a sudden, you just differentiate yourself from everybody else's who is in the room who's not, right? Uh, yeah. So it's from a marketing perspective, it's amazing. And I'm not just like heart-centered. I'm not that kind of person. I like I love marketing and I love business and I love that side of it too. And you have to have both, right? You, you really do. Absolutely, yeah. You can't be so frou-frou-y that you that you know you just like want to heal the world and touch hearts and then you never get paid because <laughs> then you're frustrated and your message dies and that doesn't serve anybody. No, it doesn't. And I think there's, I know that, you know, you watch the online space and I think some people like the hypey and I really think a lot of that's old school, to be honest with you. I don't see that as often as I used to the hypey, you know, pitchy people have gotten a little bit smarter. Social media has, you know, created this space where we want to know who we're doing business with. And then you have sort of this other extreme where people want to be so genuine and authentic, but they never make the offer. They, they don't, they don't want to talk about money. They don't want to charge, you know, going back to the worthiness and the value piece. You know, they want to, they don't want to do that. I know I've struggled with that, you know, um, much less so now, but you, you have to be able to step into that. So, you know, I think that's great. So with some of the, the nonfiction, um, can you tell us a little bit about some of your case studies or, or authors? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we actually just had a book launch um, two days ago. Um, for nice. some clients of mine that are in Canada and their book became a number one bestseller in a couple of categories on Amazon. So super duper excited about that. They have a really, really powerful message. Uh, their book's called It's the Landing That Counts and it's really about how you find peace, happiness and prosperity when your life just falls apart. And it's a really, really powerful book for those kind of people who, um, have, had catastrophe basically in their life, you know, whether that's divorce or getting fired or losing a job or like having somebody that, uh, you know, passes away unexpectedly, all of those kinds of things. There's a very strategic process to redeeming your life and getting it back on track. And they've, they've shared that in that, in that book. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a very recent, uh, success with that. And we're, you know, we're still in the, in the post launch phase of that right now, which is super, super fun. Um, but it's always really awesome to see authors like that, you know, get their, cause this is their first book that they've written and, uh, get that out and have it be a number one bestseller for them. So super excited about that. That's fantastic. Uh, I want to read that. I mean, I've, yeah, been, it, I've been through my own and, and, you know, and it's just, it, it's so what you do <laughs> with those, those, you know, tragedies in your life. It is, it is. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've worked with a lot of different authors, you know, uh, the big, that, you know, have become bestselling authors through my process. You know, we had one gal who, uh, you know, what her passion was, was she wanted to, um, you know, really help artists learn how they make money and actually get paid to create their art without selling out. So we had an awesome book launch with her book um, called Cut the Rope, How to Sell Your Art, Not Your Soul. Love it. Was it. a really, really cool book. And um, so she's she's been doing really well with that. And then another gal who um, wanted to take on kind of the education industry and transform, you know, the way that, that students and teachers um you know, trained and also how we set our students up to, you know, be successful in all areas of life. Um, she became a number two bestseller as well. Yeah, we need so, that in the world. We do, you know. Our, so especially the, this country. The cool thing is, is that, you know, there, there are a lot of different types of messages out there. And oftentimes, you know, when that word message or, or you know, being on a mission gets thrown around, people often think about it as it has to be like this inspirational thing, you know, like 
it's a personal development book or this and that. And the truth is it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can be called to, to write a book or have a, a powerful message, whether that's like what you're doing, Kim, which is, you know what, WordPress is an amazing, amazing platform. It really, really is. And we need to understand how we can use this powerfully to be able to take our businesses to the levels that we want to do that, you know, and that's what, that's what you help people do. That's your message here right now. Um, and so there's a lot of, the, there's just a lot of different messages out there and there's, there, there aren't right and wrong ones. There's just the right ones for you based on who you are and where you are. And oftentimes we just need somebody to help us pull that out because that's one of the biggest things that I see is the challenge for people is that they feel that discomfort and that unsettling inside and this desire to make an impact and have significance. Yet they're not clear on how to figure that out. And that's always the first step, the very, very first thing that I do with my aspiring authors is we have to understand with laser clarity and be able to communicate in one sentence exactly who this book is for, how it adds value to them, and ultimately what is the result that they want to get, you know, the reader, yeah. what the reader wants to get out of this book. So that we can communicate that clearly and then know what we should and shouldn't include in the book to prove that point. And it also, when, you're ha when you have that kind of clarity, it allows you to communicate your message super fast. Because messages aren't supposed to be complex. It's not supposed to be like, oh, well, I help people you know, find their heart-centered nature and feel this way and that way. <laughs> it's like, what does that even mean? Totally. No, you don't. You don't. What you do is... You help people find significance and purpose in their life because they're depressed and they don't feel worthy. That's what you do. And or whatever it is, and, right? Well, no, and I think that clarity piece, like you were, you know, just in saying that, that is the key. You have to take the time to do that work. And there's a formula for it. And there's a formula for it. There's a process, you know. And I'm happy to share that with you. You know, this is one of the things that I take, that I take a lot of my authors through, which is, it goes like this. So it's a sentence that I have. And... It goes like this. I help, and then you have a blank space, and then in that blank space, you want to you want to put your target audience, and you want to put very specifically who that target audience is. And then after that, it's you know be, do, have, you know whatever the verb or whatever the verb is there. And in that blank space after that, it's the value that you're bringing to that market. You know what are you helping them do? And then the last part of that sentence is is um, so that they can get whatever result they want, okay? And that sentence, if you can answer that in laser clarity, you can communicate exactly what you do. And I'll give you an example of what this sounds like for me. So I help speakers, coaches, authors, and aspiring messengers become best-selling authors so that they can make an impact and an income with their message. You know exactly what I do in one sentence. Uh, yeah, that is what I there's do. no guessing. <laughs> there's no guessing, that's it. Like You're becoming a best-selling author. And you know whether or not you're one of those people that I said, and you know that you want to make an impact and an income with that message. If that's you, then talk to me. If not, don't talk to me. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's good too. Like, yeah, I, I, you know, this this isn't for everybody, but if if you can do this, then we're good. Exactly. Okay, so let's. Uh, we're getting. I didn't realize what time it was. Um, I thought like I could talk to you all day. Um, so you actually have taken on a, a big. Um, undertaking, and you are going to be hosting your first live event very soon. Crazy exciting. 
Well, first of all, before we get into the actual event, you know, what was that like for you when you decided to make that commitment? What was that process like for you? It's it was the same process for me as as any time you commit to doing something that you've never done before and you're scared about it. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, now it's on the line, and I, I you know, I've got to I've got to do this. Game on. Game on. Game on for sure. But you know, again. I can't ask people to do that if I don't do that myself, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what we were talking about before. So yeah, so I'm super excited about the event. It's an event called Messenger Bootcamp. And it's a three-day live event that uh, we're going to be doing in San Diego, August 4th through 6th. And it's a powerful, powerful event where you know messengers are going to come in and they're going to get laser clarity on what their book is about, and we're actually going to write the book in three days. So they're actually going to leave with the first draft of that book done in three days and the strategy, the blueprint in place for how to launch that book to bestseller status. So it's going to be a working weekend, super active, super powerful weekend, um, liberating for people so they actually take those steps towards getting the book done and have that first draft in their hand when they leave. Wow, that is, that's pretty intense. That's going to be a, a, a fun-filled few days. <laughs> is there still room for people to register? There are just a couple of spots left. So uh, if that is something that people are interested in, um, probably the best place to go for that is just messengeronamission.com. There's a quick video there, and, and there's an application form for that. We can just have a quick phone chat to make sure that that's a, that's a good fit and get people registered, and, and um, away we go. Do you so when it comes to um, and I'll make sure everybody listening that the the link um, messenger on a mission will be in the show notes so all of that will be linked to this as well so that'll be easy if you're um, on the site or just go to my site for the interview uh, and you can get that too um, so I I don't want to say qualifying but you know what are some characteristics that you would say you know if somebody is thinking I want to write a book I want to come to this boot camp you know what should they be prepared to do or, you know, who should they be to show up for this? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, this is for people who are serious, right? I mean, obviously, if you're going to come to San Diego, there's an investment associated with it. So you need to be, of course, willing to put some skin in the game from a, you know, from a financial perspective. But more importantly, you need to be the person who is committed to your message. And that doesn't mean that you have to know what that is, because that's the process that we're going to take you through um, for the first part of the first day is to get laser clarity on what that is. But, you know, if you're the kind of person who knows that you don't want to be that person who at the end of their life feels like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know if I can cuss on your show. That's okay. Sorry, that's all right. I do. <laughs> just, just not, not the big words, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't want to be that person who's like, oh, my God, like, I am about to die and I didn't sing my song. Yeah. Then you need to be at this for sure. And that's powerful. That's a, isn't it the story of Ivan Illich, I, I think. And I've never read it. I just have heard Wayne Dyer say this like 52 times is, you know, he's on his deathbed and he looks up at his wife and he says, what if my life's been wrong? And, you know, that's something that I think a lot of people, you know, say they don't want to, but. But they really don't want it's it's scarier to to make the change to to do something different to step out on your own um you know, and that is scary, but that's how you get to where you're going, and especially this message piece. I love the messenger element to this, Joshua, because you know you said to me the other day, you're like, well, dominate it, dominate that space, do your thing, unleash, show up and 
it's like, right, I don't serve anybody by playing small. And so by helping people, and actually, this might sound sort of contrary, but I think, you know, writing a book is, it, it's hard work, and it's a commitment for sure. But that's not it, as, I guess, like doing video and showing up, it's like, look, you get to, to establish yourself as an authority, you get to do this. It, it is sort of a safe place, right? I mean, you're not, I guess I'm just saying you're not going to get as there's less fear there of bashing. It's it's more the internal stuff of doing it and saying it and sharing it. But you know it's not like speaking on a stage in front of a hundred thousand people and being afraid you're going to get booed off. It mm-hmm. it is I don't know you know what I'm saying. It, it's not that. No, I do, I yeah. do, and it's like all things though. You know, it has to be kind of um, step by step, right? Right. So the goal is 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 to get the message out in a big way. Mm-hmm. And it's transform the people that you're here to transform in a big way. But you need leverage in place to do that. And you also, you know, have to take the time to build up to do that. It's like with running. I can't just, I mean, I could just go out and run 26 miles, but I'm going to be hurting for a long time afterwards. It's much more strategic. Well, that was loud. Sorry, there's a fan in this room. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you need to build up the confidence along that way. And so when you have the process of, okay, let's get the book written quickly and we learn what we need to do, what our message is and how we do that, then you feel more confident about sharing it. You're more excited. And as you share that, you get more confident. And that just has an exponential effect. And that's how movements and messages grow. Yeah, it's who you bit become, by bit, step right? by step, who you become in the process. Because it's so funny. Like, go back and watch what I did a year ago. It's not the same guy. Oh, I could say this. Absolutely. I, I, it's not even the same guy mm-hmm. as like three months ago. It's not even the same guy as two weeks ago. And and that's what I think people need to be willing to step into. And with that, you know, I two couple last questions. But we can talk all day. Guys. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> I, I just what I wanted to talk about just for a brief minute is you know investing in yourself. And I, I'm not going to get on a soapbox here, but you know, I I know for myself that I have I, I, yeah struggled with you know charging and and a lot of that has shifted as I've done more of this work and shown up more for myself. It's like, no, this, it costs what it costs. Right. And I think there is with, um, I need to stop saying that. I think, (laughs) but with, with online marketing, any type of online business, it, it always surprises me that there's this, you know, people think it shouldn't cost X, Y, Z. And, and I've dealt with this, say like, let's take a website as an example. You know, I don't work with local clients because the amount of education required, to have to explain to them the cost, like they think they should be able to do it for, you know, oh, you know, 500 bucks, right? And it's like, no, <laughs> you know, and so the same goes for growing who you become in your business and investing with coaches and investing with mentors. And the people who make it have made those investments. And this is not some like bashing, you know, I, I'm not telling people to, you know, go sell your car or whatever, but it, it does come down to how committed are you? You know, like for myself, yeah, I would rather spend a couple hundred bucks on a piece of software that's going to support my business than a new purse. And it doesn't mean I don't like new purses, but if I had to choose, I'm going to make the choice because it fuels me because I need to be doing this in my life. So, you know, what are some of your thoughts or, and, and when it comes to investing and, and price objections and all that stuff, you know, I, I just want people to really step back and not think of this as a sales pitch. And not, I don't mean you, I just mean sort of in general in terms of, you know, there's such a huge payoff when you make and you're willing to to put some skin in the game, like you said. Oh, I agree 100%. You know, we've talked a lot about being in integrity and alignment. 
And all of us are out of integrity in certain areas of our life, and we're in integrity in other areas of our life. But certainly when it comes to business and finances, this is one of the biggest areas. It's impossible, like it's freaking impossible, to ask people to pay you, um, you know, substantial amounts of money and invest in your services, your products, your coaching, or whatever that is, if you're not willing to do the same thing. It's an absolute fact. And I remember, you know, when everything fell apart for me, um, like back in, in November and December, I, you know, I had been fired from my job. I didn't have that much income coming in for my business. And I went and I took this leap of faith to invest, you know, 10 grand in a mastermind. And I was so freaked out about doing that. But I knew something had to change and I committed to it. Doing that led to Messenger on a mission. It led to everything that I'm doing today. It led to changing my entire business model. Everything came from that. But that was the scariest thing I've ever done. And I, even after I did it, you know, like a, like a day or two after, even a week or two after, I was like, oh my God, did I make the right decision? But the truth is, is like, we have to commit to those bigger things in order to grow. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, you get married, you're going to expand. You yep. commit to losing weight, you're going to expand. Not like physically expand, but you, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Um, it, it's the same thing with your business. You invest in high-end coaching, then you have to grow. You just do. That's the way those things work. Um, and so oftentimes I think people just don't think about being congruent with what they're asking their, their prospects to do if they're not willing to do it themselves. That is huge. And I, I think, you know, if people step back and, and, and really just take a look at business as a whole, and again, this, this could just be my perception, um, or, you know, and, and obviously my perception and my belief has impacted who I had previously drawn into my life to work with me. And that has shifted a lot. Um, but nobody would expect to open an offline business, say brick and mortar without having to put money into it. You just, you do, you need to invest in a business. And the same is true of, you know, because we have so much information and it seems like there's so many tools and resources available, but when you step up and say, okay, you know, I, I don't know how to do this and I need the right mentor. You know, I've got a mentor that I've worked with for a long time outside of the masterminds and stuff. And, and it's, it, I, I don't care. I've, I, I will continue to invest there because of the payoff, because who I've become and making these conscious choices to step outside of my comfort zone. It's almost gotten to the point where this like nervous pit in my stomach is like, it's just there all the time because I'm never, all the time. it's just there. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well that's good. Cause you're growing, you're changing. It's all, it, it's just, it's, I've gotten, I've accepted. It's just going to be there. You get used to feeling like you want to throw up all the time. You just get used <laughs> totally. to it. You know? Oh my just gosh. But you know what? I want to say another point on that real quick. Cause I think it's really, really important that you talk about that because what's funny is like, I remember, so when I invested in Adam's mastermind, which, you know, that's how I met you, of course, um, I was charging like, you know, maybe like 500 bucks for my, for my coaching at the time for, um, a group coaching package, mm -hmm. but investing at a higher level ultimately helped surround myself with people who saw higher value in me than I did myself. Yeah. And so then I was able to change the business model and start to charge higher prices that were actually what I was worth, you know, and people pay me for it. And I couldn't believe it at first because I was like, holy cow, I can't believe people are paying me that because literally when I joined it, I couldn't even fathom. I couldn't even fathom 
how somebody would pay me that much. I just couldn't fathom it. But your self-worth grows when you put skin in the game. Your, your capacity to do things expands when you put skin in the game. And when you have that skin in the game, it's like, well, I, I need to make use of this. I'm paying this money that I'm going to, I'm going to show up and do the work because, you know, it's just like, okay. Cause, you know, when I had started my business, God, six years ago, I invested with this online coach and who back in the day was a bigger name and it was five grand and it was a big, huge waste of money. Um, because at, I wasn't clear, you know, and, Probably a good coach for some people, not the right coach for me, but it, it's taken a long time to get to this point. But I also know that I wouldn't be where I am had I not made that investment because, you know, I, I mean, I went to this person's, we did this retreat this weekend. I went there and it, it taught me a lot. I, and I realized, well, trust yourself. And it, it, it was just, it was worth the money in terms of what I had to do for myself throughout that process. But um, inevitably, I mean, I made sure I'm like, I'm going to go through these materials. I'm going to this retreat because I paid this money and I want to get something out of this. And, you know, a lot of good did come out of it. Not necessarily that he was the right person, but I, I didn't, I didn't go into it really clear. And that's where I think this clarity piece that you're doing is, is awesome. Well, and the thing is, and the thing is too, is I, I get that because I mean, I think we've all made investments in coaching or programs or you, you might, you might have it happen to you if you haven't yet, where it, it might not work out for you or it's just not the right fit. Like I had the same thing where I invested seven grand early on, but I wasn't clear on what I wanted to do either. But a friend of mine told me something that I always remember. And it, and people oftentimes they think, Oh my God, well I invested five grand or seven grand or whatever the heck it was in a coaching program and it didn't work out for me. So I'm never doing that again. Or they're scared of it again. And that's the stupidest thing I've ever freaking heard because you don't go to a restaurant and get bad service and you're like, I'm not eating anymore. No, you just went to a bad restaurant. So you go to another restaurant because there's lots of good food out there. Well, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if you look at even, you know, car make and model, you're going to find somebody who loves Ford and then somebody who hates it. You're going to find somebody that loves Mercedes and somebody who will never buy Mercedes again thinks they're a piece of garbage. So it's, you know, you cannot make these blanket all, never, whatever. It just, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay, so can you just uh, give us the event information one more time, and then I've just got one last question for you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Messenger Boot Camp is three days in San Diego, August 4th through 6th. Would love to have uh, you know fill, or have a couple of people uh, join us for that, for those last couple of spots that we have. Um, so messengeronamission.com is the best place to go to find out about that, or uh, just Follow me over on facebook.com forward slash Joshua Sprague. That's where I'm most active over there. And you can catch all his videos and stuff too. That he's All the crazy shenanigans. <laughs> inspiring me to do. Um, so lastly, is there any, is there one fun thing about yourself that you'd like to share that maybe people don't know about you? Oh, that is a great question. That is a really, really great question. So, um, I mean, I, I've got a, I've got a few. Well, first off, if you can't see me, I have red hair. So, I mean, like, I'm, I'm token ginger. So, I always say, you know, like, we're going to be dead in, like, 100 years or less. So, you know, enjoy talking to a ginger while you can. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I uh, one thing I, I did do a few years ago is I skied every single month for three years straight. Oh, my God. That's fun. Every single month for three years straight. I'm a big skier. But you're that's in San like, Diego. Yeah, I am now. So this has been kind of like uh, this has been like my um, 
sabbatical, I guess you'd say it this year. So yeah. I, was, I was in snow country for a long time before that. So yeah, filling it with running. Well, hopefully, uh, California is going to get some rain this, this fall. Oh rain. my goodness. Oh, I hope yeah. So. It's making me a little, I had a $400 water bill for one month. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to shut the sprinklers off. Um, yeah, but then you get some snow, head up to Tahoe. But no, thank you so much, Joshua. This it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I I just I love what you're doing, and I think it's a great opportunity. Um, if people want to get get the get your book written, do it. It's you know, and to put yourself in an environment not only to just work with Joshua, but the connections that you're going to make every single time that I go to an event or you know, in the masterminds that we do and stuff. I, I come away so fueled and have met some of the most amazing people that I, I feel so grateful to have these friendships now. Well, I am just super blessed to have you as, you know, a friend and a partner in the mastermind because, you know, it's an amazing group of people that we have there and it's been super fun to watch what you're doing. And I'm excited to see you unleash <laughs> even a higher level after, you know, uh, after what we were chatting about earlier this week. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been a real honor and I, I really appreciate you making some space uh, to, to let me share some thoughts with your audience. Thank you, Josh. And everybody, again, so Joshua Sprague, you can go to uh, messengeronamission.com or is it messengeronamissionbootcamp? Uh, messengeronamission.com. Okay, thank yeah. you. Uh, again, that is in San Diego, California, August 4th through 6th. And thanks, as always, for listening, guys. And make sure, um, you know, if for some reason you can't, get to the event but but check out what joshua's doing because i I do think that as business owners we've all got that book in us uh and that message you've got that message to get out there so thanks as always for listening and we'll talk to you soon thanks so i've got a question for you what would your business and life look like if instead of working in your business you could spend time working on your business do you ever feel like you're stuck in the time for money trap i know i was I hit a wall and I wasn't sure which direction to go in. All of a sudden, it felt like I'd created a job for myself. I knew I needed leverage to take my business to the next level. I wanted to focus my time and energy on the things I loved doing and was great at, which meant things had to change. So I built a team, created passive income, and decided to really start showing up in my business. If this sounds like you, then take it from someone who has been where you are. You can absolutely shift things and you can do it quickly. I've created a program where not only do you connect with like-minded entrepreneurs, but we create a strategy for your business. And I'm a firm believer in doing things uniquely as yourself. So this is no, you know, system where I plug you in and we follow the steps. It's for you and your business. And the bonus is that I'm going to give you the team to do the work you don't want to do. To learn more about working with me, go to the WPChickPodcast.com. Enter your email, watch the video, and then let's chat. It's a free strategy session, one-on-one, just you and I. Again, that link is the WPChickPodcast.com, and I look forward to talking with you. Leave me a comment, and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Uh, there is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review. And um, we will be talking soon.